Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mike, good evening. It's half past five and this is Update for Monday, 23rd of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, are GP surgeries on the Isle of Man safe? Parking could be the downfall of a new Douglas development. Thanks for searching from the family of a 78-year-old man whose body was found yesterday. Liberal Vannon hosts public meeting tonight on Ireland's food security. And Peel commissioners have yet to consider the implications of a recent sub-postmaster terminating her contract. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now at the time of 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Siobhan Fletcher. Faster my Siobhan. Faster my. Manx carers defended GP surgeries across the Isle of Man, saying they are safe places to receive care. It's after the Care Quality Commission found that improvements are needed at 12 of 13 practices. A man's been found guilty of robbing cyclist Mark Cavendish and his wife Peter in a knife point raid at their home in Essex. 31-year-old Romario Henry stole watches worth £700,000 in 2021. Max Kerr has issued a warning that Nobles Hospital is again operating at Opal Level 4 status, meaning that the facility is operating under extreme pressure. The healthcare body is renewing calls for residents to choose well when seeking medical support. And Liberal Vannon is hosting a public meeting on the island's food security this evening. It's being held at the Manx Legion from 7.30pm. Further afield, some UK households have turned off lights and delayed cooking their dinner to earn money back from their energy firms. Frank Lampard's been sacked as Everton's boss with the club second to the bottom of the Premier League. It's after a run of nine defeats in 12 matches. And Marilyn Monroe biopic Blonde is to leading the way in this year's Razzies, which recognise the worst films of the year. Tom Hanks has three nods for two movies. There your headlines, news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Continuing overcast this evening and tonight with extensive hill fog and a few outbreaks of light rain or drizzle, especially over the Windward Hills and coast. Moderate southwesterly winds will fall light overnight. Temperatures no lower than 8 degrees. Another rather dull and overcast day tomorrow, still with some patchy rain or drizzle at times. Light southwest winds and temperature up to 10 degrees. Uh, Sunsets at 4.42 tomorrow, but it's up tomorrow morning, 8.19. Some rain on Wednesday morning, then brightening up Wednesday afternoon as the wind turns to a stronger northwesterly. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com. The family of a man who went missing on Friday is thanking those who helped search for the 78-year-old. It comes after the body of a man was discovered yesterday morning. Sean Cowper reports. Police called on the public for help finding Joseph Rice after he was reported missing from the Ballinard Road area on Friday lunchtime. The civil defence, search and rescue dogs, as well as drones were all used in a bid to track down the missing 78-year-old. But the Isle of Man Constabulary confirmed a body was found by search dogs yesterday morning. 
Officers say the death isn't being treated as suspicious and that no further details will be released at this time. In response to the police's announcement, a member of Mr Rice's family wrote, on behalf of all of our family, I would like to thank every single person who took time to search for my dad. Also, to those who left positive messages, it has given us all comfort over the past few days. It hasn't been the outcome we wanted, but we appreciate all the effort that was made. Plans for a major village-style development on a brownfield site close to the centre of Douglas have been warmly welcomed uh, by one of the Borough Council members for the area and local MHK. The proposal for a 133 dwellings made up of uh, apartments and three-bedroom townhouses along with 20,000 square feet of office space, retail units and community pavilion has come from the Manx Development Corporation. Councillor Stephen Pitts believes it's a positive step for the area but has some reservations over the adoption of the so-called 20-minute neighbourhood concept. It's all very well. People work 100 yards or 200 yards away, but they all people also have families all over the island and they all want cars for going visiting families and um, going different places, going shopping. It's not just a case of going to work. And I think that is a, a very, very poor argument that people can hop to work in a few minutes because they're living in the town centre. They still require their cars and they'll have their cars and they'll just cause uh, more congestion. Lots of days I come here to pick my grandson up from HBN school and uh, the amount of traffic you see here now if you come at quarter past three, it's horrendous. So with all these people living here and not and they will have cars, not moving them, I can imagine what it'll be then. Nevertheless, you mentioned before that you know overall it's an area that needs developing and I suppose in in principle a lot of people will welcome this. I would welcome it except for the parking. Brownfield sites is far better than building further and further out, out on the outskirts of the town and uh, making everything accessible in town I'm, and I welcome Brownfield site development. Douglas Central MHK and Corlett was equally enthusiastic at the prospect of a large brownfield site being redeveloped and supported the general concept but like Councillor Pitts with one specific proviso. My one huge negative is the parking issue. I don't feel it's been addressed. I flagged this up with the Development Corporation right at the start when I first saw the plans for the nurse's home part of this. And, um, you know, the fact that there's a bus stop outside does not negate the need for car parking because even if you use a bus, you've often got a car. Um, Parking around this area in general is so congested that adding any more into the mix would be ridiculous. What's your opinion on the update news agenda? Email update at manxradio.com or call 682 631. Improvements are needed at almost all GP practices on the Isle of Man, with not, uh, with many not always providing safe care. That's the view of Care Quality Commission, which has reviewed the 13 surgeries across the island. Tessa Hawley has this report. Only one GP practice, Castletown, could demonstrate that it could meet all of the CQC standards of being safe, effective, responsive, caring and well-led. Reports published today highlight numerous areas of concern which have been escalated to the Department of Health and Social Care. These include safeguarding issues, poor hygiene and infection control, difficulties with access to care and the effectiveness of how patients are monitored. According to the DHSC and Manx Care, the issues highlighted do not mean the surgeries are unsafe. Paul Moore is the Executive Director of Nursing and spoke to my colleague Christian Jones. 
it's unlikely that all the practices will be able to demonstrate full compliance with those on the first set of inspections. It gives us a fantastic baseline to understand what the uh, improvement requirement is. And I have every confidence that our practices, many of those, if not all of those practices, will make very substantial progress over the next 12 months. What's the definition of safe? Because if Manx Care has in the past said that all the GP surgeries are, are providing safe care um, and the CQC is saying something different, what, what are they, they two different definitions? The CQC, uh, they don't define safe in the way that I think you're interpreting it. What they describe is that a service is not always safe because it doesn't always do uh, or meet the standard. And, uh, and I think you've got to understand that because <clears throat> when you say it's not always safe, that just means it's not all the time. Um, you can re- also read into it that a practice is sometimes safe. And so what the CQC are attempting to do is to illustrate risk. And you can find the CQC reports for all GP surgeries at manxradio.com. The sustainability and self-sufficiency of food on the Isle of Man, Laxey Glen Mills and the island's meat plants are up for discussion this evening. Liberal Vannin is hosting a public meeting on the island's food security. Here's Chairman Paul Weatherall. This is our first public meeting of the new year. We're delighted to have Minister for DEFA, Claire Barber, um, being our lead speaker. Uh, We're talking about food security on the island and the government has been looking into this uh, and a number of issues connected with it uh, over the last few months. Uh, We've also got the president of the Manx National Farmers Union, Ian Parsons, um, joining us, and David Beard, who's from the Manx Fish Producers Organization. We've invited a couple of other people, but we haven't had response yet. So uh, there may be others on the panel, but we're looking forward to a a lively debate covering topics such as the um, Laxey Glen Mills, um, the beet plant, um, sustainability and self-sufficiency of the island's food uh, and uh, all the factors involved with that. People are wanting to voice their concerns, find out what um, the government's thinking, find out what the producers of food on the island are thinking. And please come along 23rd of January, Monday, at the Manx Legion Club at 7.30pm. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. So the Ben McCree left Haysham this afternoon at uh, quarter past two, should be arriving in Douglas Harbour in about 20 minutes' time. Then quick turnaround, 7.45, is back out, heading off to Haysham. Uh, should be there around 11.30 tonight. And then the overnight sailing is at 2.15, should be back into Douglas Harbour around about six o'clock tomorrow morning. For more information, head to manxradio.com, click on to news, then click on to travel. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. Peel Town Commissioners say they are yet to discuss the implications of the sub-postmaster terminating her contract. Chanel Suku has the details. Isle of Man Post Office will start seeking expressions of interest for the provision of county services and or parcel collection services in Peel. It's because the current sub-postmaster has announced her intention to terminate her contract for the service, triggering a six-month notice period. Town Clerk Derek Sewell told me the town commissioners are saddened by the news and thankful to her for her work over the years. 
He's assured residents they are working with the Department for Enterprise to provide some additional postal service. Commissioners work very closely with the Alaman Bank in relation to allowing Penny to operate outside of the town hall two days a week to provide uh, banking services. And the, the commissioners are currently seeking views on, on where potentially additional cash points could be put around the town, because currently we've only got one cash point that's located in the post office premises. Meanwhile, Vori Heaton, who is the chair of the authority, gave me her personal view of the situation. They really are fabulous They work very, very hard, particularly at very busy times like Christmas. Um, They were also there for all of us in Peel during lockdown and uh, the COVID restrictions. The great thing about the staff at the post office um, for many people is that um, if you're trying to fill in a a government form or a a vehicle taxing form or something of those of that kind. The counter staff there are always helpful. The post office is is the heart of any village or small town. Um, It's vitally important to the people of Peel and it serves a number of of benefits. Yes, people can go and post letters and parcels and collect pensions uh, and those sorts of things. Um, But for many, a social occasion, they can go in there and have a chat with different people, which is very, very important, particularly for some of our elderly residents. Manx Radio Business Briefing. A pub and hotel business has warned that full-year earnings will be below market expectations because of the train strikes. Fuller, Smith and Turner said the industrial action led to a 5% fall in sales in the four-week Christmas and New Year period, compared to the festive season in 2019. The company estimated that industrial action had reduced sales by some £4 million since the start of October. UK and European markets closed higher after starting the new trading week on uncertain note with investors uh, reassessing the economic outlook. US stocks gained as investors braced for a jam-packed week of corporate earnings and contemplated the Federal Reserve's next rate move ahead of the central bank's meeting later this month. Oil prices rose by 1% to 88.50 a barrel, extending last week's gain on the back of a stronger outlook, thanks to expected economic recovery in top oil importer China this year. And gold prices fell as investors positioned for US economic data this week that could influence the Federal Reserve's future policy. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, the FTSE 100 was up uh, 0.18% at 7784. The DAX also up uh, 0.46% at 15102. At 5 o'clock, the Dow Jones was uh, also up 0.98% at 33701. The S&P 500 also up 1.38% at 4027. And the Nasdaq up uh, 2.03% at 11367. In the exchange rate, a pound will buy you $1.237 and it will also buy you 1.138 euros and in commodities gold per troy ounce is down uh, 0.16% at $1922 and Brent crude oil per barrel uh, was up 1.18% at $88.61 The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946 but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family 
has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The brother of a man who took his own life in 2019 is calling on the Manx government to knuckle down with plans to introduce a suicide prevention plan. Such a strategy was debated in Timmel last week, but some members said a target of 2025 wasn't soon enough. Carl Staniford lost his brother Cam. I believe there's been three, three suicides already this year, which is absolutely unbelievable. So we need action. We need to get the ball rolling because... The strategy is the direction, it's the engine of the goal. And the goal is simple, as little suicide as possible. And the side effects of that is is a happier community where individuals are more likely to fulfill their potential and contribute hugely in society. It'd be fantastic to get it approved because there's still a lot of work to implement the action plans, the sort of nuts and bolts and, and the engine towards making that goal a reality. So any sort of blame cultures or withholding information between the government departments has to go and be replaced with with a transparent team effort across the board which is constantly being tweaked and improved it's got to be time to stop talking about it and take action we need to start now and then review the system and get perfect later we've already got the goal we just need to get going with it the people who are suicidal are the people that we sort of least expect it could be any one of our brothers sisters or mothers father, sons, daughters, cousin, anyone. And before my brother took his own life, no one had any idea. And it just completely turned our world upside down. So it's time for action now. It's all for my brother and for everyone else that has been taken too soon because it's it's the society belief systems that let us down. And I strongly believe that the proactive intervention getting into schools will start to change that. Tell us your opinion on the news. Email update at manxradio.com or text 166-177. Manx Radio Sport. Rianne Evans has your sport news this evening. Fastamai, Rianne. Fastamai, good evening. In athletics, Sarah Aston came out with a great performance in Belgium at the weekend. Representing England, Sarah finished in ninth place in the 8,000 metres senior women's race in a field of 53, which contained a number of high-class athletes. She was the third British athlete to finish behind Megan Keith, who came in third, and Amelia Quirk, who was sixth. Sarah was only six seconds away from fifth place. In cricket and after a successful 2022 that saw them compete in the World Cup qualifiers in Finland, the Isle of Man's national men's cricket team are ready and raring for their first test of the new year. The squad will start their 2023 calendar with a six-match T20 series against Spain. The games are taking place from Friday the 24th until Sunday the 26th of February. It promises to be a competitive and challenging series, with both teams ranked 36th and 39th respectively. A 14-player squad will be announced shortly for the series. 
And as of today, training sessions for this year's Manx Youth Games have officially begun. But if you haven't signed up yet, there's still opportunity to do so. The annual competition is the largest youth sport festival on the Isle of Man that sees hundreds of young athletes taking part. Anyone between the ages of 6 and 15 can get involved and pick one of 13 sports to compete in. The options range from the classics like tennis and rugby, but also promote sports looking to grow in popularity, like crown green bowls and handball. The games are due to get underway on Saturday the 13th of May. A link on how to register can be found on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Police and uh, DOI not reporting uh, anything on the roads down at the airport. Uh, all flights on time at the moment. That is the departures to uh, Liverpool, also London, Gatwick, and the arrivals from Gatwick, Liverpool, uh, and also London City. On to the roadworks uh, in Douglas, uh, in the capital, Princess Road closed for patching work, Douglas Avenue closed for gas repairs. Uh, in the south, St Mark's, a section of the St Mark's Road for resurfacing uh, between Balagari Methodist Chapel and the Mullinarig Road, Balabeg, temporary lights on the main road near Arbury Parish Hall for work on the new zebra crossing down there. Port Erin, lights on up a promenade uh, and also temporary lights on the Bradder Road, 24 hours a day for uh, work on retaining a wall down there. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with Keyside how much of the £26 million allocated to Manx Utilities Authority to assist with electricity bills has been drawn down? That's a question to be put to MUA Chair by Arbury, Castletown and Maloo MHK Jason Morehouse at the House of Keys tomorrow. The government made a line of finance available. It's £26 million and the MUA can use that to ensure that electricity prices on Ireland remain constant until the end of March. Now, we had an update in December when the Economic Policy Review Committee asked about this and at that point they hadn't actually used any of the money which was a really positive sign. We've gone through winter and we're now heading towards the spring and it's kind of that interesting question, are you still in a position where you haven't actually used any of the money? And from the conversations I've had, that is looking positive. But it also opens up the opportunity to find out what will happen to electricity prices at the end of March. Are they going to continue being fixed? And is the the potential that this amount of money, these £26 million, will be there to enable the MUA to provide any funding they require to get the um, energy sources they need to produce electricity so yeah I think it's quite interesting and a useful time to actually look at this because people are kind of thinking oh hopefully we're getting through winter our electricity prices are fixed now but what's going to happen at the end of March are they going to shoot up so it's really looking backwards in terms of how we use the money up and they're looking forwards in terms of can this continue this is the most listened to Isle of Man news source and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast in 2022, the number of births on the Isle of Man fell to under 600 for the first time in more than 70 years. Chanel Suku has the details. The latest information has been released by Paul Crane, who's the author of the Isle of Man Population Atlas. A total of 586 births were recorded by the General Registry last year. That's 89 down from the previous year. In 2020, the figure stood at 660. 
Commenting on his findings, Mr. Crane says he's shocked at the pace of the continued decline in births, adding action is needed to address our serious population imbalances. Deaths in 2022, however, stood at 902, broadly in line with recent years. The number of reported deaths where COVID-19 was mentioned on an individual's death certificate totaled 49 in 2022. That's 5.4% of all deaths, and it's also slightly above the 42 reported in 2021. Deaths exceeded births last year by 316, giving what Mr. Crane says is the largest natural population decline in the Isle of Man since 1985. Data does matter and incentives are very valuable will be part of the message delivered to Wednesday's Biosphere lecture at the Manx Museum. But what incentives and how can small and medium-sized businesses know how to play their part in the overall climate change picture? The lecture will be delivered by Dr Roger Barker, Director of Policy at the Institute of Directors. He says any company can start a valuable process of self-examination. It is important nonetheless, though, to try and quantify, you know, for for a small firm to just start by quantifying their uh, existing carbon footprints, you know, what sort of an impact are they currently having? Um, Because that's the baseline that they then can use uh, to develop plans for the future. But how to push things forward? Dr Barker says government incentives in the past have proved to be great drivers. The first one uh, that comes to mind was just the simple act of government uh, requiring people to pay for a plastic bag, five pence for a plastic bag back in 2015. The result of that was a 97% decline in the use of, uh, of, of single-use plastic bags. Another example, I think, was when um, the UK government kick-started the whole um, offshore wind industry uh, pro- by providing quite targeted subsidies to, for that industry and, and a way for that industry to kind of connect into the, into the grid electricity system of the UK, which was in- incredibly successful. Um, so for the future, something that the IOD is, is proposing is that companies that achieve net zero and can, can accredit the fact that they have, have achieved net zero um, Uh, should be able to benefit from a lower rate of corporation tax compared to other companies. So, you know, providing a real commercial incentive for for companies to plan a route um, to net zero. Um, And I think, you know, there are many other um, initiatives and ideas out there which which point in this same direction. Um, You know, don't make it difficult for for companies to do the right thing. Um, Incentivise them. That's it for update compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Siobhan Fletcher and producer Rianne Evans. After news at 6, it's Agenda with Phil Gorn. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley at 6.30. Time for Brass. Ian Cottier at 9. Session and I should run Guild 2, Guild J as Guild Thera. A the Max Gaelic, Ginny the mother tongue of Alan Vanin, the Isle of Man. You can catch up with more of Manx Radio's Manx language programmes in the weekly podcast Abershen Reesh. Say that again. Abershen Reesh. Shene, that's the one. Morning, let's get this Island Fuels show on the road. Bye, see you next time. That's the Jackson household topped up for winter. All done. That's the school heating sorted and a few more homes. A nice bit of lunch then back to the depot.
So, it's the plant and machinery this afternoon and a couple of farms out in the sticks later. Ready for home now. Good job done. Trust Island Fuels for great service, well delivered. Order today. Call Island Fuels on 247 645. Conditions with Maxxis Tyres. From city cruising to off-road adventure, Maxxis has a full range of tyres to suit your vehicle and needs. Every tyre comes with a lifetime guarantee, so you can be confident in Maxxis Tyres' quality and reliability. For tyres you can trust at highly competitive prices, visit your exclusive local Maxxis dealer, Keyside Tyre and Service Centre. Don't delay, have safer tyres today. Keyside! Wouldn't it be marvellous to take a stroll along a restored Queen's Pier in Ramsey? Help make this a reality by supporting the Queen's Pier Restoration Trust, where donations and volunteers are welcome. A small monthly donation would help. You can purchase a personalised plank as a lasting legacy or leave something in your will. We need your support to help save this historic landmark. Find out more at qprt.im. This audio has been kindly sponsored by Paul Carey and Sons. It's time to fibre-charge your broadband with Manx Telecom. Our all-inclusive Wi-Fi promise means guaranteed average speeds and our lowest latency. Perfect for gaming. With personalised expert installation, unlimited home support and next-day fix, plus lifetime equipment replacement too. Visit mt.im forward slash fibre and fibre-charge your home with Manx Telecom. Harry Ramsden's world-famous fish and chips can now be enjoyed at home. Pie and mushy peas or sausages and curry sauce. Exclusive frozen brands at ShopRite Douglas. 